Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Where to Go. I'm Lucy Richards, Senior Editor at DKI Witness. And I'm Rachel Laidler, Project Editor at DKI Witness. Welcome to Where to Go, where every fortnight we find out more about the world's favourite travel destinations with the people who know those places best. And listeners, as you can tell, we're without James today, the Batman to my Robin, but I've got a fantastic guest host today. Rachel, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. It's so nice. It's very kind of you guys to ask me to come and yeah ask some questions on the podcast it's an honor you've obviously been on the podcast before you're a total pro you're going to be fantastic thanks the big question though Rachel is have you been to Chicago you know I never have never have me neither very much looking forward to hearing all about it but yeah I kind of know the more the idea that you've got of Chicago as being like the deep dish pizza you know yes. sports and things like that yes. that's the idea that I've got in my head so I'm really curious to to learn more Brackabama's domain exactly isn't it? yeah Chicago. yeah Yes, I'm super excited. I, th- I don't know loads about Chicago, but that said, we worked on Chicago like a local last year with our friend, very talented project editor, Lucy Sarah Kelly. So I'm really excited to hear about our guests' recommendations for the city. So without further ado, Rachel, who is our guest? We have Ari Bendersky. Ari Bendersky is a Chicago-based lifestyle journalist specialising in food, wine, spirits and travel. The former founding editor of Eater Chicago, Ari's work has appeared in countless publications, including the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal magazine. He's also got an excellent Substack newsletter called Something Glorious with Ari Bendersky. Welcome, Ari. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Ari. It's very exciting to have you here. Listeners, Ari has been endlessly patient with some technical issues at the start of this podcast, but finally we're recording. It's very exciting to have you, Ari. Thank you for joining us. I'm very excited to be here. Good. Glad to hear it. So as usual, we're going to begin with learning a bit more about our guest, Ari, followed by his all-important recommendations of where to go and insider knowledge of Chicago. And then we'll hear about the best time to visit and ways to support the locals when you visit. (music) 
So, Ari, how did you come to live in Chicago? I was born and raised in Chicago. So I grew up in the suburbs uh, just north of the city. And I, you know, spent my entire childhood, went away for college, came back, moved to San Francisco, but I've been back in Chicago for 20 years, which kind of blows my mind that it's been 20 years. But yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Chicagoan through and through. Oh, it's great to have someone born and bred on the podcast yeah. from a destination we're talking about. I mean, so you've mentioned that you've obviously lived in San Francisco. What is it that sets Chicago apart from the rest of the states, would you say? So Chicago is the third biggest city in the country, as you may know, and it is the largest city in the Midwest. Some people call it the capital of the Midwest. But one of the things that really makes Chicago so special is the lakefront. And Chicago sits on Lake Michigan, which if you stand at the lake and you look out, you think you're looking at an ocean. It is a massive freshwater lake and it has, I'm going to get this number wrong, I want to say 18 miles of beach and Amazing. in when the okay, when yeah. the founders of Chicago were creating the plan of Chicago, and I want to say this was after the Great Chicago Fire, Daniel Burnham, who was an architect, he built into the Chicago plan that the parks and the lakefront were to remain for the people. So the mm-hmm. uh, development of buildings is not right up on the lake. So you have all of this incredible yeah. green space and parkland. And that actually flows throughout the city. So Chicago, unlike other, a lot of other major cities, has a lot of green space. There are some neighborhoods that are, yeah. that are lacking, that need more. Um, but one of the other things that sets Chicago apart are Chicagoans. You know, people, you know, they call us the second city. We are fiercely loyal to our city. You know, a lot of people will think that we care what New York and L.A. think about us. But the truth of the matter is, mm. is we really don't. Um, we... <laughs> You know, we're very loyal. We will defend Chicago to its death. And we're very proud of the city. So, I mean, that's, I mean, you, you hear it from Chance the Rapper. You saw it in The Bear. That is like a huge hit show. Yeah. There's, yeah. So, there's a lot of pride in Chicago. So that's one of the things that really sets the city apart, I think. Fantastic. Yeah. We also haven't mentioned, of course, former US President Barack Obama. Barack Obama, <laughs> of course. You know, and then we also have the architecture, the culture, the food scene. So, the, I mean, it really is. I mean, it is a world class city. All of the, the negative that you might be hearing from certain politicians, take that with a grain of salt. And for people yeah. who are mm-hmm. considering coming to Chicago to visit, Every major city, I don't care where you are in the States or even around the world, there's strife and there's problems and there's crime. Chicago does not even rank, I think, in the top 25 uh, most crime-filled cities in the country. Yes, we have our issues, but for the most part, it is one of the coolest cities, one of the most beautiful cities, one of the cleanest cities that you're going to find. So don't believe the hype that you might be hearing and reading because Chicago really is a fantastic place. Just watch your back. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds fantastic. So, I mean, if you had to choose, I know you listed quite a few things there, but if you had to choose your absolute favorite thing about the city, apart from the locals, obviously, and the lakefront, what is one thing that you would pick out above all else? Exploring the neighborhoods. I think one of the things that people don't do enough when they're coming into Chicago is they will go and they will explore the lakefront and they'll go see Millennium Park and the Bean, which is that big mirrored sculpture that is pretty incredible. And they'll do the architectural boat tour, which are things that I would say go and do because they're all fantastic and they show Chicago in a beautiful light. 
But to really understand the city is to get out into the neighborhood. Chicago is made up of 77 distinct community areas, and those are then subdivided um, into other smaller sub-neighborhoods, I guess you can call them. But there are so many different immigrant cultures that built Chicago over the years. So there's, you know, there's a Mexican neighborhood, there's a Puerto Rican neighborhood, there's a Polish neighborhood, there's a Swedish neighborhood. And while there are a lot of descendants from those countries who still live there, their impact is noticeable all over the place. So whether it's churches, uh, Ukrainian churches, or a Swedish museum, or taquerias, that's where you really see the heart and soul of Chicago. Sounds wonderful. I love so, that. So vibrant. Yeah. I love that. And um, we'll hear more about those um, communities, Ari, towards the end of the podcast. I want to talk about the locals. Now we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into your recommends for the best things to do in the city. Ari, I, I know that you know what's coming. So to kick this section off, we're going to ask you to give us a quick fire tour of Chicago. And we're going to name a few categories and you have to suggest just one thing to do. As I said off air, I'm not as militant as James, so you're allowed a couple. Perfect. I will do my best. <laughs> Great. We're going to actually kick off. I'm going to mix up the order with your favorite thing to eat. Mm. Okay, so that is a really tough call because I eat out pretty often. And I'm also going to avoid the cliche hot dog, Chicago hot dog and deep dish. One, <laughs> okay. I, I personally don't love deep dish pizza. I like it. It's fine. I would much rather have the true Chicago style pizza of tavern style. That is one of my favorite things to eat. But I will say, and here I'm going to actually already break the rule. I'm going to say two things. One is uh, <laughs> the, the egg roll at Sun Wa Barbecue in the uptown neighborhood mm. where they also do this amazing table side uh, duck service. But the egg roll is okay. like a big fat egg roll. That is the egg roll of my childhood. I could eat two. It's not great for your heart. One and a half, I can push myself to do. But one <laughs> of the things that they do, uh, and I was asking the owner this, and I think this is a traditional thing, and I don't know if it's across the country or a Chicago thing, but they put peanut butter into the uh, shell of the egg roll with the other filling so that when they cook it, it melts and it oh, adds wow. the sweetness to it. Oh, in yeah. addition to the cabbage and the pork so uh, and the vegetables. Yeah. So it's delicious. So the other thing, um, for years, I really avoided eating donuts because as we all know, donuts are not really good for you. But during the pandemic, I said, I threw that out the window and I started getting more donuts. And I don't do it as often, but we have um, a lot of really great places to get donuts, like the good cakey old fashioned where it's a little thicker, breadier, mm -hmm. denser. And one of my favorite places, uh, there's Do Right Donuts and Donut Vault. And, but okay. one of my favorite places is Fire Cakes, which is a local place. And there's a few locations. They also have a really cute mobile truck uh, that will just show up in different parts of the city. And I love the traditional buttermilk old-fashioned. Uh, my favorite oh, is probably yeah. the pistachio yep. old-fashioned. They also do oh, wow. seasonal. So like they've done blueberry and uh, yeah, You're so donuts. Donuts and egg rolls, all the deep fried deliciousness. You're speaking to a pregnant woman and donuts, one of my <laughs> biggest cravings. So I'm really serious about <laughs> the thing at that. that sounds, I also love the sound of this van that would just rock up outside your apartment. Sounds great. Selling donuts, brilliant. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm curious, actually. You said that the uh, the 
deep dish pizza. That's not the true Chicago pizza. What's what's that about? You're kind of like breaking all my illusions there about. <laughs> so that's the myth. I think that became like, quote unquote, Chicago style pizza. And it's funny, there has been a lot of, I want to say John Stewart, the comedian and talk show host, and now the rabble rouser in Congress, <laughs> not that he's in Congress, but he will go to Congress and, and <laughs> stir things up in the, in the best way possible. He on the, was it The Daily Show? Basically said it was like a casserole or something. I think he was the one who called it that. And he's not wrong because it is like dense and bready and you eat if you eat more than one slice, like it puts you into a deep sleep. I mean, it's, they're delicious. <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, right. it is a, a symbol of Chicago and I don't want to disparage deep dish pizza, but tavern style pizza, mm -hmm. people will argue is the true Chicago style pizza. It's super thin crust. It's cut into oh. small squares, which a lot of like purists who do not, who did not grow up in Chicago will say that that's like, they hate that part about it. <laughs> I like to eat the little squares because you feel like you're not eating as much, even if you eat like half a pizza. Yeah, yeah. But how it started was like all the workers that would come off out of the factories from like the third shift, the overnight shift, would go to these taverns and they would get a beer and, a, and slices of pizza. Uh -huh. And that would be their coming off work dinner. Right. And so it became a thing. And so there are actually places all over the city that have tavern style pizza and it's wonderful. But we also have incredible Neapolitan style pizza and New Haven style pizza and Quad City style pizza and Detroit style pizza. So there's, you know, there's tons of, and there's a great pizza tour that my friend Steve Dolinsky does. Oh, wow. I think it's called Pizza City USA. Great. It's got a book. So there's a lot of good pizza in Chicago. It's approaching dinner time here in the UK and you're making me feel <laughs> so angry with this talk of pizza. <laughs> so Ari, what would you say is your favorite view in Chicago? So of all the questions, I think this is the hardest one because <laughs> Chicago is, like I said earlier, is an absolutely beautiful city. Uh, we were actually in the loop last night. We saw Ray LaMontagne at the Chicago Theater. And as we were standing at the corner of, I think, Clark and Wacker, before we crossed the bridge to go back to our car, we looked up and my husband said, we really do live in a really cool city. So awesome. no matter where you are, you're often going to get a great view. You could be driving down Lakeshore Drive on the north side going yeah. south. You come over the hill at North Avenue and then all of a sudden the city is right there in front of you or driving up from the south side and like you see the skyline in the city like over Grant Park. Probably my favorite view. And it's funny because I actually just walked over there the other day. Montrose Beach, which is on the north side, not far from where I live. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing beach. There's like a great beach cafe there. You can like rent paddleboards and kayaks and, and there's a dog beach on the north end. But if you go to the area where the marina is and you're standing and you're looking at all the boats in the marina and you look out to Lake Michigan mm -hmm. and you feel, like I said before, like you're on the ocean, but you wow. walk another 50 or 100 feet south on this rocky path and all of a sudden you come around a bend and the whole whole city is just there in front of you, like down the lakefront. And it is just this breathtaking view that literally makes you stop in your tracks and just yeah. take it all in. So that that's incredible. probably my favorite view. Wow. That's a great answer. I think all too often when we ask this question of our guests, it's often like climb this epic hill or yeah. go to this rooftop bar. Yeah. But it sounds actually, Ari, like these amazing views are sort of very attainable just while you're kind of exploring the city. Absolutely. And that's the perfect view. And just look up. 
you know, like that's yeah. what Chicago is great. I mean, any city, just look up because you miss so much by not yeah. looking up. But funny that you said like if you climb a hill. So like in like just off of Montrose Beach, there's a place called Cricket Hill. It's one of the highest points in the city. And I think it's probably landfill. But if you climb to the top of it, you actually have this, like you have an incredible view of the city, but it's the same view. It's just from a higher level. Sure. Yeah. Amazing. And then your favorite thing to drink, Ari? Probably, you know, it was funny. I was listening to another one of your episodes. Uh, I think it was the Paris episode where she said coffee. And I was thinking that's really interesting because I do love drinking coffee and exploring the coffee. But I love to drink wine and good cocktails. And Chicago restaurants have always had a great wine program. And I think in the last few years, it's gotten a little bit more of a spotlight. And what's really cool is there are more wine bars that are popping up. So there are a number of them on like the, the Western side of the city. So in Wicker Park and Logan Square and Humboldt Park, there's Rootstock and Le Midi and Webster's Wine Bar. But up on the North side, a few places recently opened. One is Uve Wine Bar, U-V-A-E. And a newer place that just opened like three months ago is like one of my favorite new spots called Apero. And it's mm. like focuses on all low intervention wines. Amazing. The owner is from Chicago, but he lived in France and he worked in restaurants and lived in Singapore and worked in restaurants. So he's all about hospitality. So they have really good food and really great wine. So yeah, I love, I, and, and it's funny, whenever I look at a restaurant menu online before I go there, I think the first thing that I do is I look at the cocktail list and the wine list <laughs> just before I look at the food. <laughs> but there's also like great cocktail bars in Chicago. And like that started um, when Violet Hour opened, which was a true speakeasy 15 or so years ago. Okay. Um, and it's just progressed and grown from there. And there's just, there's no shortage of like really good cocktails. Nice. Too. Great. That sounds amazing. Great. And then finally in the quickfire round, then your favorite museum or gallery? I'm going to go with the modern wing at the Art Institute. So the Art Institute itself is a world-class museum and some of the greatest works of art are housed there. A lot of great American artists, um, but also like art and artifacts from all over the world. I don't know how long ago they opened the Modern Wing. It was probably like around 2008, okay. but it has a separate entrance, but it's attached and you can walk through into the main museum. But they, a few years ago, got a collection from this couple that were collectors and they had, it was like $400 million worth of wow. Warhols, Rauschenbergs, Jeff Koons, wow. Cindy Sherman. And that is a permanent gallery in the modern yeah. wing. But then they have, and there's a Cy Twombly permanent exhibit, but then they always have rotating exhibits that will come through. They just had Van Gogh which I think was in the modern wing. But anyway, it's really, it's phenomenal. And it's right downtown. It's right off Grant Park and you can walk to the lake. But th that being said, like there's, I mean, Chicago has a lot of incredible museums and there's a lot of, like I was mentioning earlier, cultural museums specifically for different cultures that have come to the city. Yeah. The, the DuSable Museum uh, is an incredible um, museum of African-American art. There's a Mexican museum in Pilsen. There's a Puerto Rican museum. There's a Swedish museum. So it's, there's a lot. And then there's small galleries all over the place too. So great art everywhere. Thank you, Ari. I, so many little tidbits for listeners, so many ideas for when they all visit. So thank you very much. So much for quick fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it was perfect. Length. But I'm going to bring it back to the thing that everyone wants to hear more about always. And that's the food. We need to talk more yeah. about the food. You've debunked a, a key myth and you've mentioned your friend, I think his name was Steve's food tour. Was it Steve? 
Yeah, Steve Dolinsky. It's actually uh, Chicago Pizza City USA. Pizza City USA tours. Yeah. So what are some of the best ways that um, listeners can experience Chicago's food scene? Go out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. So like I said before, if you get out into the neighborhoods, you're going to find uh, just incredible, incredible restaurants. And honestly, that goes for all over the city and more and more places. And this is what's blowing my mind is... For all the pain that the hospitality industry endured during the pandemic, it feels like it has come back with Mm. such a vengeance. And there are a surprisingly number of new places opening all the time. And that could be like, we have an incredible, like there's like all of a sudden a resurgence of French food. But Obelix uh, is incredible. Le Bouchon, which is actually the same family that owns it. But there's just a ton of great French restaurants. And like I mentioned, there's different neighborhoods that like in Pilsen, you can go up and down 18th Street and there are taquerias that represent, uh, taquerias and Mexican restaurants that represent different areas of Mexico. Mm-hmm. So you could get carnitas, you can get uh, berreria, you can get straight up everyday tacos with true authenticity. Uh, if you go into Humboldt Park along Division Street, you will find a bunch of, I think I, it's called Boricua Row or something like that. And it's it's all these Puerto Rican restaurants. But you'll find like throughout the city, like there's in my neighborhood. So I live in Uptown and Uptown mm-hmm. is on Argyle Street. It's called Asia on Argyle. And it's a lot of Vietnamese, Thai, Sunwa Barbecue, where the egg roll is, is over there. So you have this like amazing enclave of a variety of Asian restaurants. But at the other end, you'll now these there's three Latin restaurants that just opened. So there's Higolani, which is a Oaxacan restaurant that's been there for a few years, which is phenomenal. There's Don Pablo's. I'm totally going to mess up the name, but it's a Venezuelan place with insane arepas. Uh, there's a, I think it's Chilean empanadas that are across the street. Um, so just, yeah, getting out into the city, but then you also have like on in Fulton market and, uh, Randolph street, you have restaurant row, but there's now like two restaurant rows. Cause there's like Fulton, Fulton street and Randolph street and all the streets off of them. The, the, probably the highest concentration of new restaurants that opened in like the last five or seven years, 10 going, I mean, if we're going to go far, far back, but like it exploded like big places of, of, Every type of cuisine. Elche is an amazing South American steakhouse, Argentinian. Mm. Momotaro is Japanese. Um, Stephanie Izard's got a few restaurants there, Girl and the Goat and Cabra. So yeah, there's there's a ton. So yeah, just get out into the city and go explore and do your research. You know, it's you want to make reservations well in advance because yeah. it's they're they're busy. <laughs> That's a really good tip. I really hope that my mic can't pick up the fact that my tummy is rumbling so much. <laughs> so I, ho- I hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm doing my job. <laughs> it all sounds absolutely delicious and amazing. So how would you spend a perfect day in Chicago? So I think one of the things that I love to do is, you know, it's like, I think this is also like my, like one of my favorite daily activities, not every day, but like, you know, a perfect day could be, either getting on my bike and riding around and exploring. But one of the things that we love to do, my husband and I is like, we'll get in the car with our dog and we'll go to a part of the city. We either haven't been before or haven't been in a while. So it could be, 
you know, going down to University of Chicago, which is on the south side in Hyde Park, and go down and walk around that campus, which is beautiful, or go over to Promontory Point, which is just on the other side of Lakeshore Drive on the lakefront, or like head down to Pullman, which Obama actually made it a national monument. So it was where the Pullman Railroad cars back in the day, these luxurious cars were all made and they created a village. So they're they're restoring that and bringing it back. And there's actually a really phenomenal barbecue spot down there called Lexington Betty. And it was started by Dominique Leach, who is a, uh, a queer Black woman chef who worked in fine dining. And uh, she named this for her grandmother, mm-hmm. who was Betty. Um, and she actually just won a, uh, I think it was called like Barbecue Brawl on the Food Network. So Chef Dominique Leach, who has Lexington Betty Barbecue uh, down in Pullman. Um, so if you go down there and you go to look at the National Monument and the historic area, you can go there for lunch. She just won the Food Network's Barbecue Brawl. So she's, a, uh, she's got a lot to offer at her space. So, Fantastic. you know, we could go over to Humboldt Park and we'll yeah. park the car and we'll, we'll pick up some tacos or pick up some food otherwise or hit one of the food trucks there and we'll go and like throw the ball around for the dog. So there's, we'll like to explore around the city. So that's kind of what we do. I like that being an explorer in your own city as well. That's such like a really, it's a lovely thing to do. Yeah, I do that all the time. So I know you've mentioned some of the highlights that you love in Chicago, but are there any others that you haven't mentioned yet that you think visitors to the city really shouldn't miss? Absolutely. So I talked about the lakefront and it stretches. It goes through like Bucktown, parts of Wicker Park, Logan Square into Humboldt Park, and they're going to extend it. And it's called the 606. Mm -hmm. And it's an elevated train line, similar to the High Line in New York, that is right now it's like between two and three miles and it's going to go longer and it, you can get on and off at different points in different neighborhoods, but there, any day of the week, you'll go up there and people are running, walking with their dogs on their bikes. And it's just beautiful. And you can see, and it literally goes through the neighborhood. So you see into different houses. I mean, you're not peering into the homes. I mean, you can, but that's creepy. <laughs> but you just see the different architecture and the different styles yeah. too. And it's really cool that that's right in the neighborhood. Biking along the lakefront, or through mm-hmm. the parks is another thing. Like you can rent a Divi bike, which is like a pay as you go type of thing, yeah. or you can rent a bike for like a half a day from another service and do that. Yeah. The uh, the architectural boat tour that I mentioned, do that or just get on, uh, like walk through the loop. Uh, you could do, I think there's audio tours through the Chicago Architecture Center nice. that you could do as well. One of the things that I think is actually really cool is if you get on the Brown Line, which is the, our train line is called the L. And the brown line does a circle through the loop. And if you get on, like at the Merchandise Mart going south, you cross the river and you go south around the entire loop and you go literally through and you see these historic buildings from the train. So I think that's like a cool thing to do. And it's like whatever it costs, two bucks to get on the train. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another. But also, you know, Chicago has like phenomenal beaches on the north side and the south side. So if you come in the summer, there's always different activities going on. And also, speaking of summer, there's street fairs that go on every single weekend. And it's, you have to pick and choose because you can't do it all. Like there's a garden walk, there's an art fair, there's just street fairs with like different vendors and food and drinks and dance parties. You know, there's huge free concerts all throughout the summertime as well. Um, So there's, there's just lots to do and see in Chicago. 
it strikes me that there's kind of something for everyone. It's, it's it sort of seems like Chicago really does sort of tick every box. Yeah, completely. And you know, it really is. I don't know how many languages are represented in Chicago, but there are people from all over the world here, and you see that when you're walking around. And you also see that, like, one of the things that I'm noticing is in the last couple of years, more, you know, whether like Cambodian or Filipino, Mexican, a lot of places that you may not have heard of in the food media or whatnot mm. are really coming into the spotlight. So the diversity of cuisine that's in Chicago is really like across the board mm, um, being championed. So that's a really cool thing to explore too. Cool. Well, we're going to talk a bit more about community in the next section of the podcast, which is about the present and the future. Hello, Where To Go listeners. It's James here. It's coming up to Christmas and what greater gift could there possibly be than the promise of future adventures? So we've teamed up with our friends at WH Smith for a very special offer. Until the 7th of January, you can get 20% off any Decal Witness travel guide, including all of our eyewitness, top 10 and like a local guides. To claim your discount online, simply go to whsmith.co.uk, choose your book and enter the code eyewitness20. And in any high street store, visit the link in our episode bio and show the QR code at the checkout. Offer excludes delivery costs, excludes stores at airports, railway stations, motorway service stations, hospitals, garden centres and workplaces and books by WH Smith at Selfridges, Harrods, Phoenix and Arnott's. Full T's and C's available at whsmith.co.uk forward slash terms. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, Ari, when is the best time, do you think, to visit Chicago? So my honest answer is uh, summer or fall. Okay. And with climate change, I don't know what's going on, but like our summer, this summer was absolutely perfect. We had like really warm days, slightly cooler nights. It never got crazy hot. I mean, it did a little bit. But with all the activities that go on in Chicago in the summertime, there's so much to do and absorb. And then the fall is absolutely beautiful here. But I would also say if you want to avoid big crowds, um, come in the winter. Like our our winters the last couple of years, like you would think that they were torturous. And who knows, this one we could get, you know, 75 feet of snow, God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) But you'll get probably easier reservations at restaurants, less expensive hotel rooms. So the true answer, I would honestly, not that I wouldn't come in like late winter, early spring, but that tends to be kind of like the gray time. Yeah. 
So summer and fall are the perfect times. Um, winter, not like February where it could be really cold, but yeah. yeah. So yeah. I suppose if the weather isn't playing ball as well and you were across there during winter or early spring, you can just go and hunker down in one of the amazing restaurants that you were talking about yeah. and just, yeah, eat your way through everything. So sounds <laughs> sounds fantastic. I mean, the restaurants do it well. There's a lot of places with fireplaces, a lot of places with incredible burgers. Oh, wow. And one of the things that I didn't mention also is that for, for people coming here, there's, I mean, Chicago is an incredible sports city. Yes. We have the Chicago Cubs and the, and the White Sox. We have the Chicago Bears. We have the Bulls, the Blackhawks, the WNBA. Um, so there's a ton of sports. There's soccer, football for your audience. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so there's there's that too. So, you know, you can come in for sporting events and concerts. and. I'm Yeah, I'm actually really glad you mentioned that because I'm very aware that Chicago chicagoans are big sports lovers so then sort of leading on from that then are there any particular events and i guess maybe that includes sports seasons that listeners can mark on their calendars for 2024 yeah well the democratic national convention is going to be coming here okay i wouldn't necessarily say to come during that time because who knows with the political (laughs) situation in our country what potentially could happen i'm sure there will be people coming in for protests and whatever but you know, Lollapalooza happens at the beginning of August every year. And this year, I was actually really impressed with their lineup. It actually had more diversity where it's the last couple of years, it seems like it was skewing toward like teenagers. And then also the Pitchfork Music Festival is, and there's other, actually, there's other uh, music festivals, North Coast Music Fest, there's big dance music festivals. And then throughout the summer, we have Blues Fest, Jazz Fest, Gospel Fest, um, and those are all free. Um, the Taste of Chicago is a big uh, event and Chicago Gourmet is also a big food event. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Uh, I'm sure I am. But yeah, I think off the top of my head, those are probably like big things. They sound great to me. Absolutely amazing, yeah. Yeah. This season, we're exploring how listeners can support local communities when they're traveling. So what sort of things can travelers think about when they're visiting Chicago to to help support those communities? Well, one of the things that I mentioned before is get out into the neighborhoods, because by doing that, you are supporting those local communities. You're supporting their businesses, you're eating their restaurants, and you're getting to know what they're doing there. There are charity runs and walks all the time. So if you are focused on a particular charity, they chances are there will be something that you could come in and participate in that, whether it's, you know, for different cancers, for ALS, um, multiple sclerosis, there's all different types of charity walks. And then also, and I'm sure you've heard about like, you know, all the migrants that have been coming up from Latin America and South America, mm-hmm. that there are restaurants that are helping to feed them. So if that's something that you want to do to give back is to find out, you know, what sort of programs have been put together. Um, and that's yeah. either like putting food together for people or serving food. I don't know if they would necessarily invite you to come and cook, but that might be a thing. Yeah. So yeah, so I would say that that is something if, if you are um, interested in helping the migrants who are, are here, that there are probably opportunities to do that too. All right, that was a really, really great, Great answer. And thank you so much for coming on. You've given us such a a colourful view of Chicago. And as we say, it just seems like Chicago really does have something for everyone. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Lovely chatting to you. Yeah, it's really been great chatting with you too. And also just being able to talk up my city, which I do love very much. And 
you know, like I said before, don't believe the hype, what you hear in the news. Chicago's got a lot of great stuff going on all the time. huge thank you to Ari that was wonderful I so want to visit Chicago honestly every time Rachel in this podcast I'm always like I add these places to my to visit list but he really really sold Chicago especially the food definitely it's made me so so hungry I'm glad it's almost dinner time that's all I can say Yeah, it was brilliant. So thank you so much, Ari, for coming on. Listeners, if you want to follow Ari's work, you can visit his website, aribendersky.com, and please check out his Substack newsletter, Something Glorious with Ari Bendersky. Rachel, do you know where Where To Go podcast is going next time? I've heard a little rumour that we're, uh, we're off to Prague, which is a city that I've uh, visited a couple of times. It's absolutely amazing. I won't be hosting that podcast, but yeah, very excited to hear what you all talk about and find out. Ah, well, we'll have to get you back on, Rachel. You can tell us about your experiences in Prague. Thanks. That'd be lovely. And also just to say a big thank you to Rachel as well for co-hosting this episode. You were brilliant, bud. Well done. Thanks so much. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. And without further ado, it's goodbye from us at Where To Go and we will see you soon. Where To Go is a podcast from DKI Witness. It was produced by Julia Baker, presented by Rachel Laidler and Lucy Richards with the help of Bella Talbot. For more information about DKI Witness, follow us on social media at DKI Witness or visit dk.com forward slash eyewitness. Please like and follow the show and if you have time, leave a review. Your support means so much. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 